What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about today's show because it, it's timely and it, it, it's something that everybody's interested in. You know, since caveman days, Dan, we've all liked to been around, sit around the fire and hear that crackling and stare into the flame and, and of course, keep warm. So it, it's always been something that no matter, even though we're in 2023 here, we, we, we love that flame, that roaring flame like we did back in the Neanderthal days, Dan. Remember those days? Yeah, listen, it's, uh, it does just feel different than just turning on the heat in your house, doesn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely. And, 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 you know, here in, in Metro Atlanta, we, you know, we, we love our fireplaces. You know, my home has two of them. And, uh, you know, Is that all, Jim? That's all. One, one's, one's gas logs, one's firewood. And uh, the firewood, of course, is a lot of, you know, can, can, can be a little bit of a hassle going in and out of the house to bring the firewood when it's cold and the cold comes in. It's not real efficient, but we like it that way. So fiddly flu. Yeah, no, it, it, it is that little different smell there, right? Yes, it, kinda, it is. It kind of feels yes, like the is. real deal. Yes, it is. So we're, we're, we're happy to have with us a, a gentleman who's taken time out of his extremely busy season. I mean, you know, we really appreciate it to, to give our audience tips and advice on how to make a good consumer decision, save money, and not get ripped off when they're looking at fireplace people. That's right, and that's what okay. we're trying to do every week with with everybody we bring on. Right. So, uh, with uh, without further ado, we would like to welcome Mr. David Barnhill, General Manager of Chimney Solutions. David, welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Thanks Show. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's great to have you here. Uh, we always start the show off with, um, you know, uh, t- asking our guests to give a little short bio on themselves and maybe how they got into this industry and how Chimney Solutions all started. Okay. Well, I have been in this business for about 30 years. Is that um, all? Is that, that's, yeah, that's all. <laughs> uh, I've been with uh, Chimney Solutions as general manager. I started earlier this year. Um, and Chimney Solutions uh, has been around since 97. Mm-hmm. It was founded uh, by a gentleman named John Susong back in the 90s. Right. And uh, it's grown considerably since then. Uh, you know, and we service the entire metro area. It's uh, grown into four locations. We have a location in North Atlanta, our main office. 
Uh, we also have a Fayetteville office and one in Indianapolis, Indiana. Wow. And one in, new one in Chattanooga, Tennessee. No kidding. Yeah. Oh my goodness! You guys are uh, you guys got a, 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 you cover a lot of ground, don't you? Yes. Wow! 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 Um, are are credentials important with a fireplace contractor? I mean, can just anybody go out and say, "I'm going to inspect your fireplace, and I'm going to clean your fireplace, and I'm going to install gas logs"? Or what? Well, give, give us the inside story. What what our audience should be looking for when they when they choose a fireplace company? The answer to that is yes. Anybody can. Uh, and from that you know, perspective, the fireplace industry isn't really regulated like an HVAC contractor or an electrician where there's a requirement for that certification or education. Uh, so with our industry, it's more voluntary. And so looking for people that have made the effort to do that, uh, you know, that matters to you. So how often do, should people get their, their fireplace cleaned up? Well, cleaning is conditional you know it depends on how you use it fuel type fireplace type all those different things but the baseline is that you want to get it inspected annually okay and you said that there's different types of you know fireplaces right so could just expand on that a little bit sure like, i mean you know, from, depending on which one how often does it have to happen and what you know and what are you looking for to to know when that time comes right so you got for from a wood burning uh type fireplace you're going to have your traditional open wood burning fireplaces you're going to have wood stoves uh, high efficiency wood heaters and uh, you know they all function differently and uh, some of them are efficient some of them are not efficient Uh, so there's lots of options available to people you know if they're putting in a new wood burning fireplace as to what type they can choose Uh, for gas fireplaces you have vented vent free Uh, Some gas log sets that you can put in an existing open fireplace, uh, highly efficient uh, gas inserts that you can put in those fireplaces, and they're based on direct vent technology. Uh, So direct vent is a fireplace that draws combustion air from outside the home, so it's not using your room air for combustion. And so because of that, it makes them very efficient heaters. They're listed as room heaters. Uh, So those are the most popular fireplaces today. Uh, you can usually control them with a remote and a thermostat. That's convenient. And, and yeah, yeah, people yeah, love that. They love it. Yes. Well, you know, is it true that if you have a, a, a masonry fireplace, not a prefab, mm-hmm. uh, which some people have, it's all the more important to have that inspected and cleaned because of creosite, where like the prefab is a little smooth with the metal, whatever, right? I mean, you know where I'm going on this. I can't explain it like you can, but well, the difference there. Uh, you know, creosote can accumulate in any type of fireplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from, you know, a safety point of view, uh, masonry fireplaces, they're brick built on site by contractors without a whole lot of regulation or require, requirement for knowledge. And, you know, it's, we all the time look at fireplaces that are built wrong. Mm. You know, there's a fireplace is not just a, a stack of bricks. It is a machine. It's designed with different uh, sizing for the flue and the firebox to draw air, right? Um, and to prevent that heat from transferring to your home. And so most of them are, uh, it, you know, the perfect masonry fireplace is a unicorn. So what yeah. do you do when, when you, you find one that was put in wrong? 
I mean, how do you there's how do ways you correct to repair it? them? You know, most of them can be repaired, and if not, they can be replaced, rebuilt. Um, it's seldom that we have to completely rebuild them, but uh, you know, they can be relined. Have new lining systems put in that are insulated. Um, the uh, prefab fireplaces are UL listed, and a lot of people have a perception of them as being uh, cheap. You know, in comparison to a masonry fireplace, like a shortcut or something, right? Right, and it is a you know like a a manufactured solution, uh, but they are actually safer because they are built to exacting standards. And, you know, even if you have chimney fires with those, often they, they take damage from it, but it contains the fire. You know, it's funny, Dan, because when we see a masonry fireplace, we see that as a more elegant home, a more expensive, you know, oh, my God, they have a real brick fireplace. But based on what David just shared with us, I mean, that, that could be a nightmare. Well, I don't know if it is or not. Um, David would know better than, than me. I, I know that the, you know, the thought is, right, the masonry one who just kind of right. looks like the fireplace oh, that, yeah, that yeah. you're used to. And, and, you know, that's part of, in houses in general, right? I mean, we have yeah. people on the show that do a lot of different things. And, right. Um, right. you know, looks do matter, right, Jim, to, to <laughs> some degree, right, with yeah, whatever we're doing. And, yeah. and sometimes maybe with the ladies it matters a little bit more and the guys want the nuts and bolts and they want something to work and not cost as much, things like that. So, well, you know what's cool about chimney solutions is they just don't clean and inspect fireplaces or, or, or install some gas logs. They'll actually structurally go in there and build you a fireplace if you haven't got one or replace it. I mean, they're the, they're the, they're the Mac Daddy of fireplace companies, right? They are, yeah. I we, mean, you guys get into, I mean, you're the real deal. I mean, if somebody needs a fireplace constructed from scratch or completely replaced, most fireplace companies don't even want to tackle that. We can take a blank wall and put whatever you want there, and we can build the whole structure. We have an extensive line of fireplaces that we can offer you uh, of all different fuel types and brands. Have you had people, many people that kind of like Jim has the second fireplace, people that maybe want to add that second fireplace in their home? And, yep, and of course. And if they do, what, you know, what are you thinking about as far as where to put it and, and what would need to happen? Well, it's, you know, it's a, a detailed process determining everything that's going to be required to put it in the house. And so it does require a consultation. Uh, but if you're exploring uh, doing that in your home, we do have a feature on our website. And it's at the top right, right corner of the homepage uh, to get a fireplace estimate. And you can basically use that, that, uh, that feature to explore options on what type of fireplace might work for you and it'll provide you a quote from your from your living room technology dan once again technology impacts all companies doesn't it yeah you know i i don't like putting people on the spot with prices um but i feel like sometimes people don't have any idea what something something would cost and it's good to know maybe what a range is if they're thinking about doing something like that and maybe putting a second fireplace in, but they think maybe this is just too expensive. I mean, I know you can't say exactly what it is, but I mean, do you have a range for, for things like that? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, it's like anything else. There's different, you know, levels of price depending right. on what you buy. Um, but, you know, the pricing for that could start, you know, as low as, you know, $1,200 for a gas log set up to, you know, twenty thirty thousand dollars $30,000 for, you know, a complete build out with, you know, uh, 
various types of fireplaces so the you know it really is dependent on what you pick and where we're putting it and you know what's required to get it in for you i guess if you have to install a fireplace up on the mountain dan it could be a <laughs> bit of a, ch- a challenging project yeah if we got to get helicopters involved or you know well i think uh the other part of it like you said i mean if you're you want that certain look, right? I mean, you're gonna you're gonna pay for it, and I would imagine that's part of that process is uh, kind of the aesthetics of it all. Sure. Well, folks, you know we're up against a break here, but if you're just joining us, you're listening to David Barnhill uh, of Chimney Solutions. David has taken time during their busy season to come in and help us and kind of give you some guidance on uh, all things relative to your fireplace, right, Dan? That's right. Well, we're going to be right back after this break with more from David, so don't go away. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Job seekers, stop the endless job hunt. The Blue Collar Recruiter is your key to the career you deserve. Are you a skilled worker seeking the right opportunity? Look no further. We connect you with employers who appreciate your dedication and expertise. Technicians, electricians, plumbers, welders, and more. We've got it all, and opportunities are just waiting for you. So skip the frustration and let us guide you to your next job. Call the Blue Collar Recruiter, 678-916-6145, or visit thebluecollarrecruiter.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearcos, and we want to remind you to download the Extra 106.3 FM app you can stream anytime, anywhere in the country, right, Dan? That's right. No, no excuses, Jim. Yeah, you don't have to depend on a signal, but, uh, you know, we are Extra 106.3 FM, and we're simulcast, which means we're simultaneously on 1230 AM, too. So if you're one of these people that like to be next to your radio and you don't want to stream, that, that's that that's your avenue here. But uh, anyway, if you're just joining us, don't go away because this is the time of year coming up here where we enjoy our fireplaces, or maybe we want to install a fireplace, or maybe we want to clean a fireplace. Maybe we want gas logs, Dan. Maybe we want to get rid of the firewood, right? We don't want to haul in that nasty firewood is dropping, you know, bark on the floor. There's a roach that comes off the firewood and crawls across your family room, you know. So uh, we brought in um, 
you know, probably one of the best companies here in, in the southeast, Chimney Solutions. And we have here with us David Barnhill, general manager, uh, who, if you missed the first segment, he, he was giving us some good information. But we're going to move ahead, Dan. So what's our next topic here for, for David? What are we going to talk about? Well, I think people, you know, there's, there's probably some people out there that have never done anything with their fireplace, and they've never had it cleaned, and they just don't think about it. And That's not smart. Well, it's not that, smart, but it happens. And, you know, as we know, as we talk about things, you know, really every week, right? There's people that just don't do the maintenance that's involved in a house, and, and, and yeah, and you end up with some some bigger bills down the road when you do that. So, um, just talk about the chimney cleaning process, what you all do, and again, if maybe there's a timeline with some people or a wave that they can understand when they need to make that phone call, how often they need to do it, and then. And then what's going to happen at that point? Because honestly, I think there's some homeowners that have probably never had their chimney cleaned sure. before. If, you know, if you've never had it done before, you know, from a basic standpoint on a wood burning type fireplace, one of the things that we're doing uh, when we sweep the chimney is we're removing a, a byproduct of combustion that's called creosote. Creosote is basically unburned fuel. So when you see smoke come from a fire, it's just a, pro- a product of incomplete combustion. That, that is fuel that is very dry and ready to ignite, and it is deposited on the walls of that chimney. And so if you've heard of a chimney fire, um, they can be very severe. They can burn up to 2,300 degrees for up to 30 minutes, and mm. they're very, very destructive. And so our primary job on those types of fireplaces is to remove those deposits uh, so that you don't have a chimney fire in your home. Um, our process for that is, you know, we, we arrive, we protect your home, we put down drop cloths, um, and we have specialized tools that we use to uh, sweep those deposits out of the chimney, uh, followed up by a, a very thorough camera inspection of the system. So we'll run an internal camera through there looking for any defects uh, in, the, in the flu system or in the firebox. Um, we'll check your chimney cap in a rooftop inspection. We're going to look for any uh, deterioration to the exterior that may, uh, you know, lead to leaks. Um, but also on, especially on masonry type fireplaces, uh, you, the, the biggest thing that damages them is water. And so, you know, we have a lot of solutions to help protect your chimney from water infiltration. And, um, you know, we have a, a solution for, you know, other issues as well. So if you have like clearance uh, problems where you might uh, be out of code uh, from uh, the original installation or from remodels, stuff like that. You know, we have the experience and uh, to look for those things and identify them so that they don't become a hazard in the future for you. Well, Dan, you know, listening to, to David just now, um, it's interesting because, you know, you can hire somebody just to come in there real quick and clean your fireplace, right? Did you hear all the things that they do? I mean, you talk about a thorough a thorough examination and inspection from the chimney cap outside. I mean, you know, I was very impressed with what you said. When you when you guys go out, you don't fool around. I mean, you, you check it from A to Z. And you're not going to get that with every fireplace company. No, you're not. And the real value is not in the actual sweep itself. It's in the knowledge of what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that's through years of, of training and experience. And, you know, you brought up water being 
a problem. And I'm just thinking to myself, well, why would water be a problem? What what is what is the water doing that is is creating this issue? Water destroys mortar and bricks. So, and so it's just know, sitting in there. There's somewhere. It's just kind of sitting. Yeah. So say you have a brick house and uh, your walls may be in great condition, but they're under the eave of the house. The chimney is not protected by the eaves of the house. It's just right in the middle of the roof or on the edge of the roof, and it takes full exposure to all the elements. Um, when water saturates into a chimney, it's got to go somewhere, right? So whatever doesn't make it to the foundation is is damaging the, the mortar and the bricks. Okay. And uh, around here, at least, in this region, um, most of the uh, terracotta tile flues on the masonry chimneys were set in... A common building mortar which is water soluble and so it's very common for us to see gaps between mm. those liners and so nowadays are they doing it any different when they're putting these chimneys in or are they using a different mortar you don't typically see a lot of brick built chimneys anymore yeah uh, most of them if they have brick on them it's a veneer and they have a prefab in them uh, or they're a modular masonry type and there's that's still on a chase with a veneer so the that's actually one of the most common things we do is leak repairs related to these brick veneers because they often are not installed correctly with the proper water barriers behind them and that is the com- the most common cause of, of leaks so chimney pans caps leaking and the actual masonry itself leaking and again how often are we supposed to do this stuff how i mean i know it's probably how many fires you have but yeah. if you're a person that has 10 fires a, a year i mean is that how often should you get that cleaned? Well, from a safety perspective, uh, you may not need it swept every year, but it's uh, recommended by the Chimney Safety Institute of America that you have it inspected annually. Okay. I bet sometimes with the when, when you do have the old uh, masonry fireplaces, real tall and all that brick, all that weight, you even have a problem with maybe them settling, right, with the ground, and maybe that kind of throws them off. Go ahead, get into that a little bit. What do you guys do when you run into something like that? This big, tall masonry fireplace, and it's settling or it's leaning. I mean, what a, what a chore. What a task. Well, you know, it, that that's funny you said that because if you, you know, sometimes something's not on your mind, you don't notice it. Mm-hmm. And But around this this area there are tons of leaning chimneys right with those old ranch georgia homes with the brick masonry, you know built in the 60s or the 50s right yeah and if you if you start looking and you'll start noticing them it might even be your house <laughs> um so it, it it goes one of two ways it's either going to be leaning away from your house or it's going to be leaning towards your house if it's leaning away from the house then you have a foundation problem at the ground so you might have soft soil and settling mm-hmm. uh, just it may have been built with an improper footer to begin with um, and the other way would be towards your house which is really a building construction problem and it's super common around here as a matter of fact most of the chimneys in this area that are brick veneers have the brick built directly on the roof and not supported properly to the structure and so when you see that crack at your gutter line and that chimney leaning towards your house, uh, that's about the weight of two Buicks uh, going in the wrong direction. Well, you know, not to get off of, of this part, but, I, you know, is there anything that people can do to kind of help themselves maintaining their their chimney, either, you know, just the cleanliness or or just you know to to make it last longer what you know is there is there anything at all that they can do um 
short of there are of course i mean if you're savvy enough to to look into those things uh, there are a lot of different tasks that you could do uh, without but, getting crazy right i mean yeah. you get up there and clean it yourself but i, mean, I wouldn't I, think a lot of people, people don't really want to get up there in the first place it right. can be dangerous you know but um i don't usually advise people to do that you know because doing things you know the right way matters is there things that they can put or you know certain wood or or anything like that too that that kind of is a no-no to put in there uh, or on the other hand make sure you're using a certain type of wood right so you've probably heard all of the recommendations don't burn pine uh use dry wood right don't um, assume anybody has heard any of this stuff yeah, so sure. go ahead and yeah. explain that's a pretty common myth uh people you know you know say that frequently to us and uh and why not well pine is not a bad wood uh to use but you want to make sure it's dry the key thing with firewood is that it has a moisture content of 20 percent or less and and again is that if it's if it's higher than that obviously it's harder to burn right if it's got more Correct. moisture in it but i mean what does it do after that if you actually get it burning i mean right. is that is that back to that water so being a problem it, if you have firewood that has too high of a moisture content to it then you're when you're burning a fire you're producing energy you're going to see right? a lot of smoke if it's damp right the wood it'll sizzle you're mm -hmm. going to have more smoke and most of that energy that could be you know going towards heat is actually used to drive that moisture out of the wood mm. so you're going to have more steam more it's damaging to the fireplace um, so really just having properly seasoned wood is one of the most important things that you could do as a homeowner as far as the use of your system and and what are some good woods to burn that are well hardwoods burn longer yeah. you know once you get them going you're going to get more btus out of a hardwood than you do out of a softwood uh, you can burn either of them as long as the moisture content is low enough uh, the bad thing about softwoods like pine is that they have resin in them. And uh, even if they're green and have a high moisture content, they will still burn. Whereas if you have really green oak, it's not going to burn very well. So what's your wood of choice uh, for those who, who have a wood-burning fireplace and they want to go out and buy firewood? What should they be looking for? What kind of wood? Uh, any kind of uh, hardwood is, is best, like you know oak, hickory. Those types of woods are most commonly available. What about poplar? There seems to be a lot poplar of poplar. is a soft wood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know, it's fine too. I mean, you can, you can burn two by fours or, you know, whatever you want to, as long as it's dry, that's really the most important thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, you're going to get more heating value out of the hardwoods. Um, you want to make sure that you have them at the proper moisture content. You can do that by going up to Lowe's or Home Depot, you can get a moisture meter and you can test the wood. It'll tell you what the, what the moisture content of that wood is. And, it, you know, if, if the moisture is too high, you just want to store it for a while. Um, and you want to store it open and covered. You want the air to pass through it, but you don't want, uh, you don't want to seal it with a tarp that just traps the moisture inside and you don't want it rained on. And what about these people that want to make some popcorn or roast marshmallows or whatever in their fireplace? Is that a good idea, or is that something you maybe you shouldn't do from a safety standpoint? Or a, you know, that's fine as yeah. long as you have a, a fireplace that's appropriate for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have a fireplace and you have a gas log set in there, you don't want to right. do that. Right. You're right. going to get get that junk all over your right. your logs. Right. Well, 
jumping on the safety part, right? Every year, Jim, we see the houses burning down. Oh yeah, you know, ruining people's lives basically. Um, how does that happen? What are people doing that are causing that? And are there any other safety measures that people should be taking? There could be lots of reasons for that, and you know, for a wood burning fireplace that isn't maintained, it could be a chimney fire from creosote. Uh, it could be um, a mantle that was built too close to the opening uh, by a remodeler who didn't really know, right? Uh, it could be a gas fireplace that was improperly installed. There's a lot of different reasons that that could happen. And of course, you got to have the appropriate uh, fire. What what would be the term? Fireplace screen or fireplace doors? You guys recommend and ins- sell and install those too, right? You got to have a certain amount of equipment, the, the right equipment attached to the fireplace, right? When you're using it, uh, doors are not required on an open fireplace. Uh, it's kind of optional, and a lot of people have the idea that they're going to like help control drafts and stuff like that. But the truth is that air passes freely through those doors mm-hmm. uh, and they're mostly decorative. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most important tools you can have are like some good tongs and a poker mm-hmm. because when you're burning wood, sometimes logs roll out. Oh yeah. Right? And if you've ever burned wood for long enough, it's eventually gonna happen. You're gonna have a piece break or pop, it's gonna roll out onto your hearth. And that's why those fireplaces require that hearth protection in the front, that's why they have that. Uh, and you want to not be fumbling for something to get that back inside with. You know, you want to have those tools handy so you can do that when that happens. Uh, screens are necessary. They help prevent that. Um, but they won't always stop it. And all these are accessory accessories that I would assume is available through you folks, right, if need be? We can provide those things mm-hmm. if you need those mm-hmm. things, yes. Um, how efficient are you know, kind of the gas versus the wood. Oh, what, what, what would you, you know, from an efficiency standpoint? Well, so on wood, uh, there are efficient wood heaters, They, but they're closed burning systems. So like a wood stove where you have a door that's closed, most of them nowadays have uh, windows on them so you can see the fire, but you're not really interactive with the fire, so you're not going to get, you know, that effect you would get from an open fireplace. Open fireplaces literally suck all the air out of the room, you know, creating draft. Um, You're going to have that to a certain degree with a lot of the wood-burning high-efficiency systems as well, uh, which makes gas the most uh, most efficient type of fireplace. Um, So the direct vent technology where you're pulling that combustion air from outside the home uh, is the most efficient because you're not using your conditioned air for combustion. Hmm. Do you find that people mostly are, are leaning towards uh, purchasing and installing gas logs, or are they still using a lot of firewood? What, what's, what's happening out there in the marketplace? There's both. You know, it, it, it's an even mix. Some, you know, if you want the smell of a fire and you want to hear that crackling, uh, you know, some people just want that wood-burning experience, and, you know, you just can't really replicate it with anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most modern homes now are getting gas fireplaces in them. And firewood has really gone up. I mean, you know, you used to well, be able to buy a cord of firewood a few years oh, ago yeah. at one price. You go buy it now. Yeah. D- do you agree? Uh, absolutely. And there's no there's no rhyme or reason or regulation to it. And the people that sell firewood for the most part, you know, you're kind of taking them at their word as to how long it's been seasoned. Right. When they split it. Uh, and when they sell it, often they sell it uh, 
loose in the back of a pickup bed. Right. You don't it's not really stacked. know. Yeah, you don't really know how much you're getting. Uh, but it's, I'll tell you, more expensive now in this metro area to get firewood than it is to use any other type of fuel. Yeah. Unless oh, yeah. you unless you just have a farm and you have your own and you split it. Right. And you do it yourself and you know what you've got, then, yeah, you're, you're paying a lot more for it. Um, what about the uh, fire pits and the outside fireplaces? I mean, do you guys build these? Um, we sell fire pits. Uh, yeah. And we can build you a custom fire pit, yeah. sure. Um, but... Uh, it depends, you know, on what you what fuel experience you want there too. You know, uh, fire pits are you can get cheap ones. You can build an elaborate one. Uh, there's gas fire pits that you can put on your patio or your deck. Um, you know, just there's lots of options for fire pits. Yeah, when you're when you're putting one, if you were kind of just doing a natural one, which I do have one myself. What are what are some some of the things you would want to think about when you're building it? A fire pit yeah well you know make sure it's appropriate for where you put it for one you know if you have a wood-burning fire pit like so I have a cast iron fire pit and I wouldn't want to put that on a wood deck right right so even that thing out in the yard if you if you burn it it's gonna scorch the ground <laughs> under it and you will definitely set your deck on fire do not buy these wood fire pits and put them on your wood deck you would think that would just be common sense David <laughs> When you, yeah, but that's not so common. Like yeah, there's not right. a lot of common sense. That's for sure. Right. We know that. You um, using that fire put out there, Dan? We do. I need, you know, I got some steps that come down, and I have been trying them. It's unbelievable, Jim. You would think I could get some uh, vendors that would, with you know, all your connections. Yeah, and I have struggled mightily because I, what I really want is kind of that natural rail that kind of looks like rugged, not just a, you know, something right. you would put in your house or something like that and and i've had such a hard time so the steps you know i get a little concerned about at 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 nighttime people taking a misstep or whatever it's so steep um so we have done some right i mean we do we do some the kids love it we do the marshmallows the s'mores you got Um, the firewood then you got yeah and i've got you know i've got a bunch because every few years we got to cut down trees you know because i've got a view so you know that isn't much of a problem the firewood there i would use it more like i said if we could just feel a little safer if somebody has a couple drinks or something like right, that and they're right. they're going up or down those stairs man if they if you if you tumble you're you're gonna not keep to going your social circle would be uh, doing <laughs> no. that but well i mean if you were over jim you know <laughs> uh, but uh yeah that, honestly that's part of part of why i i've really really enjoyed it and there's a there's another little part again it's just it's crazy sometime on the, on the landscaping side of things jim i mean as you know we these people are so busy the prices are so high you have to wait so long and it's really unbelievable some of the landscaping issues that i've had out at my house for a very long time one it's i know it's tough to get around because it's on a mountain um but i think i get some pretty higher price you know some high prices too based on you know they look at your house and go oh man let's let's just sock it to them here and so Anyways, you get busy in life, Jim, and you try to get to something. You start a certain project, and then you get busy with something else, and you and you kind of stop it. But um, I was just thinking, you know, back to that the uh, the original point was, 
you know, when you're putting that in just into the ground or whatever, is there a certain height you want to keep these fire pits at or uh, a certain diameter or, you know, just things like that that you're just thinking about if somebody just wants to put in their own fire pit or have you guys do it? Not necessarily. I mean, there's, you know, if it's not attached to your house like a fireplace, it doesn't really, you don't have the same considerations, right? But you do want to make sure that you have a screen. Like when you're done with it, you want to cover it. Yeah. You know, you have embers that are, flying out of there they can ignite trees and that's leaves a good point that's a good point that know? is and that's something i don't do so <laughs> and, and from and from no, that but i mean you you think about that yeah. you can catch your house on fire. well you know what happens a lot of times they that, that by the time you get down there and you start you start the fire it's really by the time you leave is where it's really at its hottest and its mm-hmm. best is is at that point and then you know for us we're we're, we're kind of heading off back up right, the, right. the mountain a little it. bit and out of sight, out of mind, but boy, something happens there, and it's a little bit on the dry side down there. We got a lot of bark and mm-hmm. and you know just the wood chips and all that stuff that's been sitting around, and yeah, it could start a it could start a fire for sure. Yeah, definitely have a screen that you can cover it with uh, to put it out, or to at least keep the embers from popping out of it. Uh, keep any wood furniture or any combustible items away from it at least three feet. Yeah, well, here we are up against the break again here. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to David Barnhill, General Manager of Chimney Solutions, all things to do with fireplaces and firewood and fire pits and you name it, he's co- he's covered it. And uh, it's it's smart to get that fireplace looked at, right, at least once a year, inspected, cleaned, whatever. Yeah, listen, Jim, sometimes you, know, you don't have to do whatever you but you need to do it more often than never or especially every 10 you, years, especially right? Especially if you use your fireplace. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Dave is going to be with us for the final segment. Don't go away here on the All Four Seasons Home Show, bringing you great companies. We we vet all of them. They can't, they can't pay to get on here, can they, Dan? Nope. No, they cannot. David, don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. Calling all aspiring tradespeople. Ready to master a new skill to boost your career? Introducing the Blue Collar Virtual Trade School. Learn from industry experts from the comfort of your own home. Whether it's HVAC, plumbing, or electrical work, we've got you covered. Gain hands-on expertise through immersive virtual simulations and connect with instructors who have been in the field. Elevate your career potential. The Blue Collar Virtual Trade School, where future begins with a click. Visit the BlueCollarVirtualTradeSchool.com or call 678-916-6145. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. 
This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins, and I'm Jim Nearkus. want to remind you to join us every Saturday morning at 9 right here on Extra 106.3 FM, bringing you the best companies, companies you can trust, companies that are vetted. We don't bring anybody on here unless they're a great company that's well-respected and established and they cannot pay to be on here. So um, you can go to the uh, website, the Extra 106.3 website, and see all our past shows. It's a complete library of just about every subject you can imagine. And we also put all past shows out on podcasts, Apple, Google, and Spotify. Right, Dan? That's right. There's a lot out there. So if you're thinking about doing something around the house, you probably should take a look at the website first and see if there's somebody we've had on here to help yeah. you make a, a good buying decision. We're like the Wikipedia of home services here in Metro Atlanta, Dan. You know? and, and only growing. And only growing. That's right. Listen, um, David, we were talking during the break with you a little bit, and you brought up a great point. Um, if people do not maintain or or ignore any problem or potential problem on their fireplace, it can be a real snag when they're trying to sell their home, right? Talk about that a little bit. That's true. Uh, we do a lot of repairs uh, for homes that are in the process of being sold. And nowadays people want their fireplaces. It's important to them. And so we frequently find ourselves doing uh, repairs on fireplaces that ultimately you're paying for somebody else to enjoy. So you know, we, we have our customers sometimes, you know, make a comment that they wish they had repaired it sooner so that they could have gotten some enjoyment out of it. And, you know, I would advise, you know, anybody that if they need those things done, it's better to get it done sooner than later. You know, you're, down the road, you're probably going to end up paying more for it. Um, and you might as well enjoy the fireplace while you have it. Mm-hmm. Good point. Well, uh, David, I wanted to ask you about your employees. I know in general, businesses are having a really hard time finding employees. Mm -hmm. Training is very important. How do you handle that? How do you get people hired and how do you get them trained? Sure. So uh, we have great employees and uh, Chimney Solutions is like a family. You know, they're very tight knit group of people. And uh, for, for training, we have a structured training program. We have an internal training program where we take all of our new hires and we, you know, we, we mold them to be a part of our culture, you know, and we, we look for, for, you know, we're always hiring, we're looking for kind, honest people, two traits that you really can't teach, right? You can teach people how to sweep chimneys, you can teach them how to inspect, you can teach them how to install, but those two things are the most important things to us, that we find kind, honest people. And that's what you're gonna find, you know, at our, at our company, that's our culture. And uh, so, you know, we invite anybody uh, who fits that to apply with us. And you can go to our website and um, fill out an application there, and we, we would love to meet you. Well, you know, we always try to make sure, as part of the All Four Seasons Home Show, try to give people advice on how not to get ripped off, okay? So my, my, my point is to you, what advice do you have to keep people from getting ripped off or misled with these some of these fireplace guys out there. Can you share some of the stories sure. you might have? Because I know you run into some nightmares. Well, one of the biggest things that scammers do, they're going to use scare tactics, right? And that's not our goal. It, we are ins Our inspectors are there to inform you, you know. So and when we do the inspection, we put it into a, an inspection report. 
uh, with photos that you can view the issues that we're talking about. And, you know, that's something that you can keep and share, you know, with whoever you need to share it with. Um, but that I'd say that's the most important thing is that uh, just, you know, providing that information to you so that you can make an informed decision uh, without the pressure of being scared into something. Mm-hmm. You know, Jim, that is the thing. And I just had a roof down here recently, but um, it's amazing now. These companies, right, whether they get on your roof or it's your chimney or wherever else, you can see what's inside of there. So obviously it helps the company determine what needs to be done, but it actually makes the customer feel really good too, that, hey, they can see what's wrong and they feel a little better, you know, that somebody's not just trying to sell them something new. And I think that's, that's one of the things we talk about technology, but that's something that has really become commonplace with a lot of the home service companies that we talk, talk to. And I think that's just something that the customer really benefits from. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree hundred um, percent. I wanted to a- ask something. What's the price range for gas logs? Give me kind of a, a, an idea. So the price range can vary uh, from around 1200 to 3000 mm-hmm. uh, but there's a lot of different options that, you know, you can choose from. Yeah. Uh, your basic set is going to be a match light type burner where you might use your existing gas valve by your fireplace and a match or a lighter to light that, that uh, burner. Uh, then you have uh, safety pilot systems that actually have a valve system that you can operate manually or with remotes. And there's even electronic ignition sets, which I don't usually, uh, you know, for an electronic ignition on a gas log set, you need to have a fairly large fireplace. Now, there are, there are uh, fireplace logs that are really just for atmosphere, visual, and there are the ones that actually produce heat. What do you have to give us a little insight on those two well, different options? So for gas logs, you have vented and non-vented gas logs. Uh, Vent-free is uh, the unvented type, right? Um, But understand that all the byproducts of that combustion, even though it's deemed to be safer, are going into your room. Mm -hmm. We don't really push vent-free products, Mm -hmm. but we will provide them in appropriate applications. They're not a good choice for someone that wants to burn a lot. They're not listed for heat, for room heat, even though they're providing a lot of heat to the room, uh, long-term exposure to them can be hazardous. Right, right. Okay. You know, one thing I would think, too, um, with what you do, again, getting on roofs and, and dealing with fires in general, what's the insurance like in this in this field? Uh, it's not cheap. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, yeah, of course we're dealing with uh, things that could affect the uh, safety of your home, uh, your you life, wrong thing, right? your, I mean, your life, um, yeah. your property. And, you know, just from, uh, you know, our worker perspective, it's dangerous to get, you know, onto some of these chimneys and do this work. So, you know, it, it, there is a lot of risk. And that, listen, that's for everybody listening out there too. That's why you pick a reputable company to do this because, Right. If the insurance isn't up to date, Jim, and there's a fire. I don't know how that works, but you could get into a, a real problem with your home insurance at that at that point, too, where, you know, he said, she said, and who knows how that could go down. It's like walking into a spider web and trying to get it off of you, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, folks, I tell you what, we, we, we it's been an, it's been another great show, Dan. Thank you, David Barnhill of Chimney Solutions, and uh, all the great information you shared, uh, critical information in, uh, in, in every way. And um, just want to make sure that uh, folks know how to get in touch with you or more information about Chimney Solutions. Uh, so you can reach us uh, at 770-285-0711. Uh, our website is chimneysolutions.com. And, uh, you know, we like back to the insurance thing. We're fully insured, uh, credentialed company, and we'd be happy to provide you with any of that information if you ask for it. Uh, and, uh, you know, we look forward to uh, uh, hearing from you guys and, and taking care of your fireplaces and chimneys. Thank you, David. And thank you, Dan, for sponsoring the All Four Seasons Home Show, All Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors. We'll see you next week. It's Saturday at 9 a.m. Job seekers, stop the endless job hunt. The Blue Collar Recruiter is your key to the career you deserve. Are you a skilled worker seeking the right opportunity? Look no further. We connect you with employers who appreciate your dedication and expertise. Technicians, electricians, plumbers, welders, and more. We've got it all, and opportunities are just waiting for you. So skip the frustration and let us guide you to your next job. Call the Blue Collar Recruiter, 678-916-6145, or visit thebluecollarrecruiter.com. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. 